look at here's the man that we I don't know how many times we've met and I've always enjoyed his company and I'm thrilled to be able to say that uh, not in Los Angeles anymore Patrick Cassidy is in front of me Patrick good morning it's great to be back Marty it's lovely to see you it's lovely to see you now of course you, you came with a mission because of uh, Lyric FM and UL you had this commission um, tell me about it tell me what it was because I wasn't there well uh, it's it was the 50th anniversary of the University of Limerick yeah and they commissioned me to compose a, an anthem for the university which we did at, at the big gala concert last Thursday um, and um, we chose a poem a 17th century Irish poem which I set to music the title of the poem is Ba on Scolora which means the the life of the scholar right and um, so we had um, we had the Arch Chamber Orchestra who were based at the university. Also, um, the soloist was Mirren Nikaulig, who who actually is also a past pupil of the university. And it involved the choir, which was the um, from the Irish World Academy Choir. Wonderful. And how did it feel when you when you write and you write alone and you put it together, and and to, to stand there or to sit there and hear it being being broadcast if you will what did it feel like um well it felt great because it was a premiere and yeah. you know except for the rehearsal i i hadn't heard it either because i'd just written it and it was it was a great feeling i i'm very proud of my association with ul that's where i, I went to study yeah. oddly enough i didn't do music there they didn't have a music program at the time so i studied applied maths of all things, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and um, so, they, so they they were very happy to have me back for this occasion. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Applied maths. Yes. Crikey! It's funny you should say applied maths. I'm thinking um, it must be something to do with with, with it, obviously to do with the brain. Ennio Morricone, I think, was a master at chess. And again, it's that it's not a, a dissimilar world. Apparently, um, the, the brain has two sides, and, and the side that looks after music and maths are together. There. Yeah. yeah. There's that problem solved, as a fellow said. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was a good feeling. It was. A good it, feeling, it was a great right? feeling, and yeah. you know what? It's lovely, lovely to be back home. Well, you've been you've been in Los Angeles now. How long? How, how many years have you been? Shockingly, there? I've been there twenty years. You're joking? Yeah, me. unbelievable. That is an awfully long time yeah. because uh, uh, because when we when we met in the early days of of of, of your trips and stuff, it, it, it you, you were doing it was only the beginning. So therefore, you were kind of getting to grips with the idea of being over there. But now you're you're, you're pretty much a resident, aren't you? Um, you know, that's where I live. Yes, um, yeah. But, um, but this is my home. Uh, well, I know that. And not only is it your home, but it's also a place where there's a road named after you. There's not many of us can claim that one. Um, I, I, think that's, I think that's a great story, but which we'll come to in a moment. But, but being home, will you, will you spend Christmas with, 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 with us here or are you back again? No, so I, you... my, my mother lives in Limerick, mm. so um, we're staying with her. But th- there will be plenty of activity around Christmas. Yeah. So it's nice for us to come, you know, early. Yes, and, um, and you spend know, I, time with her. Yeah, and spend time with her and... You know, well, I like to come about twice a year if sure. I can. Is she well? She's in great health. Oh, she really great. is. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that's the important. And, and thing still, and still incredibly sharp. Is she? She is. Yeah. You get away with nothing. <laughs> but you see, yourself and Frank, your brother, who I who I know as well, and, and uh, the two of you are like, uh, well, you're literally joined at the hip, aren't you? The yeah, we're, you? Great, we're great pals. You're great pals, which is which is wonderful, and it's great. Well, I think what's great about that too, and I had I don't know Los Angeles. I was there once in my life, and it wasn't business. But to have someone like that beside you 
that you trust completely. Yeah. That must be very important when you're in that world over Well, there. you know, it's, it's a rootless business, the, yeah. the music business and the entertainment business in general. So having somebody you trust looking after your affairs and looking out for you is... is, 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 is um, is, is fantastic. Yeah, really well, it's is. a total weight off your mind. Absolutely. You I, I can concentrate on writing the music. Yeah, exactly. Plus, as you know, he's a very sharp dresser. So he can, he can impress when he <laughs> if walks you, If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting down that road. Now, look, um, one of the things that I love, actually, and I always play it when you come in, is uh, music from The Mass, which you recorded with the London Symphony Orchestra mm-hmm. uh, and London Voices, which we've loved. But you've redone it. Yes. Um... In actual fact, it was a COVID project. Oh. Um, during, but after I recorded the original version of the Mass, which was for orchestra and choir, um, I decided to do an arrangement for organ and choir. And very shortly after I, I had done this, um, um, COVID happened. Right. And um, a few months into COVID, I was approached by this church in Los Angeles, First Congregational Church. Um, they house the largest church organ in the world. And they came to me and asked me, could they do the premiere of the organ version of the Mass? And so we did it there. And it was an extraordinary thing, really. Um, The choir had to sing in isolation. So they were all elsewhere. They were all elsewhere, yes, with their own recording setup. So during the week, I would come in and I would work with the organist. The organist is Christoph Ball from Germany. He's also the um, organist professor at UCLA so I would come in and we would we would put down the organ track for each movement during the week and then that would be sent to each individual member of the choir who would sing it at home and then it was broadcast on Sunday for the service and during COVID the the service was virtual so it was like a chessboard or like um, a Zoom call with all the members of the choir singing individually and um, it worked out great and after 16 weeks, we had the 16 movements, so we, we released that as a CD. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. Um, you've picked a piece that we can play. Um, the, the Sanctus. The Sanctus. The Sanctus, because I remember, because I have the CD with the London Symphony Orchestra, um, is my favourite piece from oh. it. Isn't that gas? Um, it really is. It's quite something, because last time you were in, that was the piece we played. Anyway, this is the new version uh, for uh, recorded at the First Congregational Church in and, and uh, just let me say that the soloist is um, the mezzo-soprano Elizabeth Anderson, and the organist Christoph Ball, and choir director Richard Harris. Lovely. Well, here it is.
this this uh, when you say it's the largest church organ pipe organ, how big is big? Like how, how big? Because I've seen these over the years in various churches, as you know, and they're enormous things. Yes. So how big is this one? Well, How this, do you imagine it? This church is, is um, a neo-Gothic cathedral, and um, it is massive. There are 18,000 pipes in the organ. Cracky. And, you know, on, on a church organ, you have pipes that go from being um, 32, um, 32 feet to 2 feet. Right. And so these are... Arrayed all around the cathedral. It's amazing. That must be an incredible yeah. thing. We must stick up a picture of that uh, for the listener to hear because to see because to, to, the image is is hard to fathom. It, it must make an enormous sound when you're there. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 it's. It has an incredible, incredible range of sound, this That's organ, fantastic. and it has five manuals. Like, you know the way on a, on a piano you've got one manual? This, yeah. is, this is five, including, including the pedals, which is another manual, in a sense, that's played with the feet. Yeah. And, um, you know, amazingly, they have a service every Sunday, and the service starts with um, a half-hour organ recital, and this is typically Bach, Handel, and so on and so forth. Good luck. Did you get yeah. to play it? Did you get, did you get um, to well, I, I messed around on it yeah. a little bit. I'm, I'm not an organist. No, I so, and But did you get to... You, did, you, didn't oh, get, yeah. you didn't record anything of you playing it? No, you didn't. No, you I didn't, did no. A bit of cry. Yeah. That's a great, I think it's a great one. Um, so how is life like over in Los Angeles? Are you enjoying it? You know, Los Angeles is, is um, it's a really, really lovely place to live. It's a real international cosmopolitan city. Mm. And um, my brother and I, we live in West Hollywood, right. which is really the centre of town. Yes, oh, oh, and the, people say there isn't a centre, but that is the centre. That, that is really the centre of town, yes. But it's, it's no Claire Morris. It's a long way from Claire Morris, <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> but you like it. You're obviously you're, you're content in it. And from a work point of view and a creative point of view, it's working for you because that's yeah. The it's a it's a wonderful place, and there are great opportunities. Yes, yeah, and being there, they come. Being there, no, no more than and working with the choir, uh, you know, yes. at first church. Yes, yeah. um, you know, th- there are these wonderful opportunities that can happen there. Yeah, that can you know, automatically go forward. Yeah. Now, there's something else. Uh, have we a piece that we could possibly play? And I'm thinking of uh, the commission at UL. We, is there a piece we can actually play from that? Maybe give people a sense. Of well, it? well, th- th- we haven't recorded it yet. Yeah. In actual fact, I recorded the choir last week, and um, after the concert, Merlin had to go to Spain for some concerts and I believe she's back today so um, maybe early next week we're going to record her alright well, then hopefully we can we'll, we'll, well we will release it I will give you the um, exclusive on the release very kind. of the single you're, market you're a very kind man listen whatever happened we, we talked about the uh, Dante do you remember Dante and you had that great plan about Dante and, and we had a bag packed there was going to be an Italian um, uh, premiere wasn't there in, yeah well the, was it in Rome the, the premiere was scheduled for Verona for for September uh, 2021. Yes. Now, it was was initially postponed because of the pandemic and then uh, during the pandemic, the producer and the funder of the opera passed away, Martha de Laurentiis. I see. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, Martha was a, a wonderful person. She was refined, kind, and, you know, a great friend. And it, it, it was her dream to bring 
Dante to Italy. She, she wasn't Italian, but, but through marriage she had become Italian and bringing the opera on Italy's great poem to yes. Italy, that was her pet project. Was she, was she related to the, to the film, De Laurentiis' um, family? Dino um, De Laurentiis um, was her husband and he passed away about 10 years ago. Yeah, the rest of my case, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, um, so she was, it was a, a lot to do with his history that she was trying to keep alive in a way, if you will. Yes, I mean, you know, I visited the house many times and she, she has two daughters and the, the language in the house is Italian and yeah. their, their, their cook was Italian as well. Isn't that and, amazing? Yeah, and after the pandemic, I, I was approached by um, an opera company at Hove in Bavaria, and they, they asked, could they do the premiere? I see. In Bavaria? And in Bavaria, yes. Ah, okay. And so that is, the premiere for that will be um, June the 15th. And 2024. 24. And it was 24, yeah. Uh, so we, it's a year and a half away. That's right. Can we go? You, I, I, I please do. That'd yeah, be it, would be, it would be great if you could come. Yeah. Now it's going to be um, it's going to be a really lavish production. Uh, Hove Theatre have their own in-house orchestra, uh, chorus, soloists. They also have a ballet company, and in the production we're going to use ballet and chorus throughout i'd always seen dante as being a very very grand opera and we have we have everything in hove to make that happen and when you were writing about dante um intriguing character altogether well dante um the reason for the original premiere which was postponed because of COVID, was that dante's anniversary was um, last year. He died in uh, 1321. And amazingly, his poetry is still so alive, so vivid. And that's the point, that there is a relevance. Yeah, and uh, amazingly, the, the, the piece Vide Cormeum, that is from a Dante poem, and that was the genesis of the opera originally. From uh, from Hannibal. Yes. With the great uh, Daniel Denise. That's correct, yes. Absolutely. But now, if ever there was an introduction from the composer, that was it. Here it is. <laughs>
See, we always have them on standby, Patrick. Yeah. Vite Cormeum, as you know, it's one of our great favourites and we play it and play it and play it. Um, I, I alluded earlier on to the, to the Claire Morris thing, uh, the road. We talked about it down the line uh, some time ago. Um, did you get a chance to go up to Claire Morris this time? Have you been, have you been back? I, I, I didn't get there this time. But you have to go up and, and walk your road, at least to walk it. Uh, well, I, I'm not leaving until next Wednesday, so I'm right. sure we'll manage to get there. <laughs> I you think know? you should go and walk the road again. Yeah. Because it's, it's a special thing. You know, I mean, it's it's an extraordinary thing. It's I an mean. extraordinary story. For those who aren't aware, it's it's by the railway station. Am I correct? Isn't it down that direction? It, it, it leads from the centre of town to the railway station. Yeah. And 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 when my mother and father lived in that town when I was, you know, just growing up. That's right. Um, That's right. My mother used to walk that road every day, taking the train to a dispensary. Uh, in a town that was about four miles away. Isn't that lovely? So, and now it's named after me. I just think it's quite f- spectacular. And it's funny, uh, somebody who's known to you, a friend, um, Jonathan Sweeney from Claire Morris, and he's always in touch with us. Um, he's one of our regular listeners, one of the eight listeners we have, and he's always in touch. <laughs> but he's always waxing lyrical about you, and if he sees news of you or things that you're up to in, in Los Angeles or whatever, he lets us know. Well, you so know, he's like a I, PR man. He's like a, well, you know, if I... If I um, if anything happens at all, no matter how minor it is, it's, yeah. it's there in all of the Connacht it's papers. Yeah, it's amazing. He is but great. Lo- but isn't that lovely too? Because that's that's pride in somebody from the locality who has done exceptional work and except, done exceptionally well and, and is seen uh, in, in an international uh, way. I think they're just proud. You it's know, not, and, and it works know, for me too. I yes. mean, I, I've always been proud of the town I was born in. Yes, of course. You know, you, you can only be born in one place. And yeah. I was born in Clare Morris. And, you know, the people there are lovely. It's a beautiful town. Yeah, well, anyone I've met that has always been very positive and very good people, mm-hmm. uh, in fairness. Well, may I ever win Sam, but that's another day. That's, that, 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 that's another question. <laughs> that's another question. Listen, can I ask you one thing? Um, uh, Joe Biden and his link with the county, of course, is quite strong. And your music uh, being played at the, uh, the inauguration, too. Yes, the, um, at the inauguration, um, the, the Irish violinist, Patricia Tracy, yes. uh, performed on a Stradivarius violin. And the piece she chose was Proclamation, From which, 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 which I had written for the, um, the, the, the 1916 documentary. That's right, yeah. 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 Uh, that must have been a special feeling. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. 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 And his link, his link to, the, to the county is, is very strong. Well, he's got a very strong sense of uh, Irishness. You know, he yeah. identifies as being Irish. It's very evident, isn't it? It, it is very evident, yeah, yes. it's very it evident. Um, so, look, so you're staying for a while, you're visiting your mammy, which is all grand and lovely. Um, is there any possibility at all in the next, say, 12 months or whatever, maybe that's too soon, that you would that you would maybe put on a concert yourself of your music? And I'll tell you why I'm asking you this. I, as we've discussed before, have been a great fan of uh, Ennio Morricone's for years, mm-hmm. and, and he took his music on the road, if you will. Have you ever contemplated that? In other words, taking a bit of the mass, taking a bit of 1916, do you know what I mean? In other words, kind of saying, well, we could do a bit of this, a bit of that, and taking it out on the road. Have you ever contemplated that? Well, you know, just your music, Patrick. Well, now that you mention it, you know, it's something I should do. Mm. And um, I I know that Frank um, is is meeting um, Joe Chibby from the concert orchestra. He's very influential. So so thanks for the plug, Marty, you know. Well, it's just, I like (laughs) the idea of, of the composer there with the mu- with his music or her music being played. I just think it's a very special thing. I think I think it's an excellent idea. And yeah. it would be I've I've a great relationship with the you know the 
the concert orchestra. Yes, yeah. Going back to the premiere of the Children of Lear, and they're a great bunch. Well, that's true. And I've got some cousins and relations in, in there as well. So, <laughs> yeah, so I think... I think yeah. it's called insider trading, I think, <laughs> is the name on that that's one. That's the name. <laughs> no, no, but that's the point. Uh, Children of Lear still stands up. So this, this music, um, just in, in, in a concert setting, could be quite the evening. And um, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know you were meeting with people. I, you know I don't. So I'm just saying this out of my heart because I love the idea of it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's feasible this year. Oh, I, I really do think it I, is. I, I yes. think I feel 10% coming on. Listen, I'm going to say happy Christmas to you because you're in front of me. And Very happy Christmas, and, and, and your lovely And to your lovely brother, Frank. Will, will I finish on? Will I finish on? I'm, I always play Shabelle, as you know. I'll give her a, I better give her an old shout-out. Uh, She's sure. going to be a doctor, and we both might need her. Exactly, you exactly. know. Exactly. So I think we may, we'll play uh, Michelle from Shabelle to finish us off. Um, a Merry Christmas. God bless you. And be safe. Happy Christmas to all your listeners. God bless you, Patrick. God bless.